Next season's over-under win totals are out. We pick each team. And the MVP odds are out. We discuss if Giannis has a chance to repeat. And it's time for Muscle Watch. It's that time of the year. Dion Waiters flexing on us. It's the Lockdown NBA Wednesday edition. Let's go. You are locked on the NBA, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Happy Wednesday, middle of your work week. We're here to get you over that hump. We're your regular Wednesday crew back after a week off because I was in Las Vegas covering Summer League, and I am John Corrales. I cover the Celtics for MassLive.com, and I'm the co-host of the Locked On Celtics podcast. Find me on Twitter at RedsArmy underscore John. And I'm Jake Madison, host of the Locked On Pelicans podcast. You can find me on Twitter. It's at Nola Jake. And so let's just dive into this. We got a lot to get to. This is a, you know, the beginning of the quote unquote dead period. Okay. We're in the middle of July. Most players have signed. Like the next big order of business is what? Chris Paul? Like where does Chris yep. Paul go? Yep. So we'll see what happens. The, the latest reporting on that is that he, there's some talks with Miami, but draft pick compensation is is really, really hanging uh, a big hang-up there. So who knows? One of these Locked On NBA podcasts, hopefully soon, we'll get the scoop on that, and then we'll figure it out from there. But part of the dead period is going through the over-unders. BetOnline.ag released their futures bets for this upcoming year. And what we'll do, rapid fire, going from alphabetically top to bottom, and we'll just say, over or under. And I will preface all of this by saying, do not follow our advice. Get this, you can't blame me for, for your betting tickets on this. If you bet based on what we say and lose money, that is your fault. So please understand that going into this. All right? This is all going to be very wrong. But we're going to do it anyway because it's fun. All right, Jake, you ready? Yeah, let's do it. Top to bottom alphabetically, the Atlanta Hawks over under 32 and a half. I'm going to actually say over, but it's really close. Yeah, I like the over on that. I, I, yeah. I'm I'm more I'm bigger on Cam Reddish than most people. I think he's going to be surprising. So I I like the Hawks to win more than 32 and a half, especially in the weak East. This is an interesting one. It's my team, the Boston Celtics, over under 48 and a half. I'll I'll let you go first and I'll hear what you say and let's see if it sways me. Oh, I it's like right at what they did last year. Yeah. I'm, okay. So I'm gonna I'm gonna say over because I think the team chemistry and this is a total reaction to last year, the locker room toxicity and all of that stuff. I think the team chemistry is better. I think they overachieve. They might only overachieve to 49 wins. I don't say I don't think 50s out of the question. I'm gonna say over, but not feel great about it. Uh, I'm going to go under. I was leaning towards over at one point, but, you know, I, you kind of make like an equal sub there with Kemba Walker and Kyrie Irving. In theory, like you said, the chemistry's better, but losing Al Horford's big. He was so important to that team, and he is so good. I'm picking the under because of that. Yeah, that's fair. Brooklyn with Kyrie Irving, but not yet Kevin Durant as he recovers from the ruptured Achilles over under 45 and a half. I'm going to actually go under, mm. but... Their overall outlook, I think, is really good. Look, uh, D'Angelo Russell was really good for him last year. You're integrating Kyrie Irving in. We can see what it's done to teams in the past. It makes me a little bit skeptical. They won 42 games last year. I think they get over 42, but I don't think they're over this number. Uh, 
I mean, the whole point of these over-unders is to put it at a number that's very difficult to choose, yep. right? I mean, it's, it's not going to be obvious. Otherwise they don't make money. Uh, I, I'm going to say that over, but again, slightly over like 46, 47, part of it weak east, part of it that I just like their supporting cast. And, um, for all of the stuff with Kyrie, it, I think his first year there, first first situation of his choosing, I think he plays nice for year one, especially knowing that Durant is coming year two. I think I think they they beat that one. I think they're forty seven forty eight win team. Charlotte over under twenty three and a half. Under. Yeah, me too. They're gonna be terrible. I was, I was like, that's all we need to say. Oh, under. Sure. Under. Chicago thirty and a half. Under, but just slightly. I think they're improving. I kind of like the young core they have. They won 22 games last year. I don't know if they make that big of a leap, but I think they're definitely on the right path. They're just not there yet. Yeah, I, I think Chicago's going to surprise people, so I'm going to take the over on Chicago. Uh, I, I just think, first of all, health, and second of all, I, I just like I like Kobe White. And I think he's gonna. That's be, fair. I think he's gonna be a contributor there. Uh, Cleveland twenty-five and a half. Uh, so I have no idea on this one <laughs> to know, be honest, right? like a- at all. Um, I would like it to be over because I believe the Pelicans now have their future first in next draft, so that would be cool. I'm st- I'm still not gonna say that. It's probably under, but I think they're at least a little bit better, and they should have Kevin Love for the full season, which helps. Just doesn't help you on defense, and I don't know if that team's defending anybody next season. I think they trade Kevin Love during the season, so I'm going to say under. Dallas, 41 and a half. Ooh, this is a tough one. Yeah, this one's really tough. I, like, I want to say over, but I, I'm going to say under just because we don't quite know how good Porzingis is going to be when he comes back. I think that's kind of a thing. That injury is a little bit scary. It might take him a little while to kind of get back into like game shape and playing and developing chemistry with all of those guys. I like that team. I'm just not there yet, and I also can't pick, I guess, over on every single team. <laughs> um, well, they did add Boban. So that's going to be a big addition. <laughs> it's just 40. Oh, I see. Oh, man. I was like, it's 40 wins by by himself. And then I'm like, oh, you're terrible. I apologize for that. Uh, I'm going to say under, but like 41 wins because the West is so difficult. Um, but uh, whew, that's a tough one. Denver over under 50 and a half. So that's tough too because of the Western Conference. Like they're better than they were last year, they and they like it, they had the fourth best record in the league. Like I want to say over because that seems low, but at the same point, I'm not sure. Like these are really tough. Vegas, you're good at what you do. I'm gonna say over. Yeah, I mean, I I expect them to be a 50 win team. I I like I just no one in the West. Like the West is tough. But no one in the West is a juggernaut. So I, I don't think a lot of those losses are just automatic losses. I like Denver. I'm going to go with the over. Uh, Detroit, 35 and a half. Um, that's a tough one too. Yeah, that's I, right where they should be. It's like uh, right where they should be. I don't know. They're in the East. Over. That's my logic behind it. It's <laughs> like all it's based on. Fair. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if they pull off a surprising move. If Blake Griffin's healthy, I'll go, I'll go with the over, uh, slightly, sure. Golden State, 47 and a half. That, 
This is all, <laughs> god damn, these are all, all tough, as I swear That's on the point. podcast. That's the um, point of all I, of I'm going to go over, like, we're going to talk about this in the next segment, too. I'm a big believer in Steph Curry, and to me, he's due for a massive season this coming year. I think that can win you a lot of games. They're still going to be pretty good defensively. I like D'Angelo Russell, even if the fit's somewhat questionable. Just get talent, win some games. I'm going to say over, but I'm not hugely confident in that. I'll go under. Because Ooh. I'll go under because I think Golden State says, you know what, Curry's been taxed heavily over the past few years. I think they, they do a load management thing with him this year and, and really sit him out a bunch. Even though I agree that he'll go for that MVP when he's playing, um, I think, I think he'll sit enough to depress their win total and, and just go under. It may not matter come playoff time. Because they'll get, uh, Clay Thompson back healthy, uh, hopefully healthy, um, but under. Houston. Ooh, 51 and a half for Houston. Yeah, they that... believe in Westbrook, I guess. Yeah, they do. And I, look, I like Westbrook as a player kind of in a vacuum. I think he's really fun to watch. I, uh, and I get why the both, both teams made that trade, even though in a way you can look at it and say both teams lost that trade. Um, I, it makes a ton of sense to me. I just think it's going to take a while to kind of figure out how to make that work. Um, on the Lockdown Rockets podcast, we can plug that, I guess. They had Matt Moore, HP Basketball, and they're saying they need to redo that offense from the ground up. And if that's really the case, that's going to take a little bit for them to kind of find their groove and find a way for these guys to coexist. That leads to some weird losses. I'm going to say under because of that reason. I'm going to say under flat out. I think they're going to be a disappointment this year. I'm not a fan of Russell Westbrook. I think that fit's going to be terrible, and I think this is just going to be a mess. So under big on Houston. Uh, Indy tied with the Celtics at 48 and a half. So I'm, I'm a huge Brogdon fan and I love that move for them. And so for that alone, I'm putting them on the over there. They are well coached. They play good defense. They've got some good players. I actually kind of believe in this team, particularly when they get Ola Depot back. They're going to be good. Yeah. I, I I'm going to say over as well, just because I think. The top of the East, it's, aside from Milwaukee, which we'll get to, it's kind of open. Like Toronto, which we'll get to as well, is, is not that far ahead of both of those teams. So, and in fact, they're not ahead of both of those teams. Uh, they're tied for second in the East, I believe. So, uh, yeah, I'll say over. This is the East is going to be weird. It's going to be interesting. Clippers are the top overall uh, over under top win total team there, uh, according to betonline.ag, 55 and a half. It, it's, I think that's just kind of almost like right where they are. I'm going to go under again. When you integrate a lot of new guys, I think that can kind of create some issues, at least to start the season. You know, getting Paul George and Kawhi Leonard there, they're both really good. That's going to lead you to a lot of wins, but you might struggle right off of the bat with that. I really like this Clippers team. Huge Montrez Harrell uh, fan as well. So sure. I think they, they go pretty deep. Uh, I'm going to go under, but it's probably just slightly. I'll say under as well because Paul George is going to be coming off the shoulder surgeries that will cost him the beginning of the season. Oh, that's a good I'm point. I'm not quite sure exactly when he'll come back. So you'll have the initial integration kind of issues and then a second set of integration issues. Don't know what Paul George is going to be right away. So I'll say that hurts them a little bit. They'll still be probably the top team in the NBA. I expect them to win a title, but I'll go under on their regular season. Los Angeles Lakers, 51 and a half. Uh, I'm under, actually. 
uh, I, I think this is, do you think Anthony Davis and LeBron James are going to be healthy for the whole year? Because if one of them goes down for a period of time, and we saw it with LeBron, to his credit, for, for the first time in his career last year, but we've seen it at various points. I have very closely here in New Orleans with Anthony Davis. It's a bet on their health or against their health. I don't want anyone to get hurt, but I just don't know if that team's going to be consistently healthy all season. I will also say, having seen it up front, AD, Cousins, and Rondo was not a good three-man pairing in New Orleans. The on-off numbers were absolutely horrible during that stretch when they had them. I think you need to get another point guard to really run things. I just don't see them having that, so under. Yeah, I'm under, too. I don't think LeBron plays back-to-backs. I think they load-manage with Anthony Davis, and then after that, Rondo on the floor, Boogie on the floor together. It's going to be a mess. I'm going to say under Memphis, 27 and a half. This one's a little tough. I'm I'm going to still I'm going to go under. You know, they weren't horribly far from this last year, and that was with you know Conley and Gasol for a lot of it. They have some pretty good youth there, and Brandon Clark looked awesome in summer league. He's maybe the steal of the draft. That still usually means the under. Yeah, I'm going to say under there too. I think they're going to be terrible. Miami, 42 and a half. This one's tough. I'm going to say over. They I, they got rid of Whiteside, who I'm not a big fan of at all. Oh, I think you had Jimmy Butler, who at least can score for you, even if I'm not the biggest fan there. I think that's an improvement, so over. Yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they land Chris Paul. So, And that will obviously change the odds. But for now, I'll say that if I was putting my money down, it's 42 and a half. I'll go over. Milwaukee, 54 and a half. So I think this is about right. Um, I actually am probably going to go under just a hair. Again, I think losing Brogdon is really bad for them. I was very high on him. I mean, that's a guy who's what, like a uh, like uh, 50, 40, yeah, 90 guy. 50, 40, 90 guy, yeah. Yeah, like he, he just did a lot, man. And you want that shooting. I know they brought, uh, you know, Brooke Lopez back. They added his brother too. They made some good moves. I just don't see that overcoming necessarily the loss of Brogdon, even with, uh, what Wes Matthews is there too. I think you saw if you slow that game down against him, it can be a little bit easier to defend Giannis. We saw that in the playoffs. I think there's a bit of a blueprint out there, at least on what you want to do, whether you can execute that successfully or not. I don't know, but that's an under to me. I'm going to go over. I just think Giannis will – he understands that he needs to do more. That's that's the biggest part of this to me, that Giannis is not satisfied. Uh, guys talked about it on yesterday's Locked on NBA. He, he, he said he's got like 60% uh, of what he's capable of doing, which is a, a totally – That should scare the NBA. <laughs> right. It's a weird – it's like a fake number, but like if he, th- if he actually thinks like I, I have like 40% of – like my capabilities to reach, then he's going to try to reach them. So I, I believe in, in that. And I, I'm with you on the loss with, of Brogdon, but I'm going to go over on Milwaukee, Minnesota, 35 and a half. Jeez, man, that's, I know. Um, I feel so bad for the Timberwolves. Yeah, I, I know. That's, it's, it should be so much higher than that, right? Oh my God. You Carl Anthony Towns. Oh, and they haven't done anything differently. And right. so I'm going under just because, like, I, I don't know. Also, yeah. like, that, it, it just feels like you should pick an under here, and who knows what they do. I don't trust them at all. I, I want Minnesota to be good. I want desperately for Minnesota to be good. They still got Wiggins. I don't know what they're going to do with him. You, Towns is so talented, and you're wasting it. You're wasting it. Yeah, I'm going under. Your Pelicans, 36 and a half. 
that seemed low to me when it came out. I'm also going to go a little bit of a homerish here. Yeah, I'm going to say you over you're like, win 60 wins, right? No, 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 no. I, so like I have them maybe right around like 42, I think is kind of a reasonable number. I think you're going to see Drew Holiday unleashed. They've been building that up. He's really good and kind of flies under the radar at times. He can really handle the load offensively. If you go back to that Portland series where they swept the trailblazers, I think in the final game, game four, he scored over 40 in that and had another 30 point game in that series too. If he wants to just take over and score, that's cool. I think that's kind of what they want. They've got some pretty good depth in shooting. I pick over. Yeah, I love what the Pelicans have done. I I, I say they threaten for the eighth seed. Like, I really think that they're going to be good, so I'm going to go over. Knicks, 27 and a half. <laughs> Under. Because they, they, the win total is as many power forwards as they have on the yeah, roster. Right? Uh, yes, under for them. Oklahoma City, 32 and a half. Uh, probably under. Like, I think they want to be bad, particularly if they trade Chris yeah. Paul. Like, that, I don't know what that roster is supposed to do. Like, who's going to score a ton or anything like that? It's an under. It's definitely an under. Uh, Orlando, 41 and a half. Interesting. So- yeah, they're an interesting one. You know, they got into the playoffs. They had a pretty nice season, but it was just also kind of like, yeah, this is what they're going to do. Like, they, it feels like they've hit the ceiling there. So, sure. You know, they had 42 <laughs> wins last year. Over by half a win. Yeah, but, I mean, look, they they kept – um uh who they keep? Uh, what, their, their center there. Oh, uh, Vucevic? Yes, thank you. They kept Vucevic. They added Al Farouk Amino. Uh, they, they've got some, it, look, and if Markel Fultz shows up at all, who knows? Uh, but yeah, I'll go with, uh, I'll go with, uh, 42 wins. Sure. I'll take slightly over Philly, <laughs> Philly at 53 and a half. You know, there's no reason to say under, in my opinion. Like, they're going to be good. Horford's great insurance for Embiid. Um, I don't think losing Jimmy Butler is the end of the world there, and maybe it kind of makes him fit a little bit. Maybe the bigger loss could be a guy like J.J. Redick coming down to New Orleans. Definitely. I'm going to say over because, like you said, the top of the East is kind of wide open, and, you know, Simmons just got paid. Maybe he learns now he needs a jump shot. Yeah, well, or maybe he just learns that he doesn't need a jump shot because he got paid anyway. But, Being optimistic here, John. <laughs> uh, I'll go over again. The East is is very, it, it's ripe for the taking. So I'll say over. Phoenix twenty six and a half under under. They, the, they could be at zero, and I would pick the under for Phoenix. <laughs> Portland forty four and a half. This one's intriguing. Uh, you know, they, they won 53 games a year ago, but they're not going to have Nurkic to start the year. We don't know when he's coming back. You added Whiteside in, which I, I don't know. Um, I get they needed to make some sort of move. They also lost Aminu. They lost some of the other wings. They don't have Harkless there anymore. I'm going to say that seems about right, and that's a pretty big drop-off for a team who, again, won 53 last year. I'm going to go under slightly. I see them maybe fighting for the eighth seed in the uh, Western Conference. Man, that's going to be a tough, it's going to be a tough season for Portland. There's going to be a lot of comeuppance, uh, for them. They, they got Lillard that extension, but they, I don't know that they're going to be any better than they were last year. Um, I'm going to say over, but because I think they're going to win 45. So it's slightly over. Sacramento, 35 and a half. 
This is a great, great number, I think. Um, I'm going to say over because I think they're young, they're impressing, and also Buddy Heald in a contract year seems like he could be so much fun to watch. He was one of the better three-point shooters last year. Big De'Aaron Fox fan, I'm going to go over. I'm going to say under because they so overachieved. I think this is kind of a trap pick that they overachieved uh, uh, and I think there's going to be a regression. I just, for some reason, I feel like there's going to be a regression there. It's hard to recapture magic like that year to year. Uh, I'll go, I'll go under. Uh, San Antonio, 43 and a half. Um, I, I have no idea, to be honest. I'm going to say over. I, I don't know if they make the playoffs, but they're getting, um, Deontay Murray back. I think White's got a full year there now under his belt. He should be much better. Like, I'm going to go over. I'm not going to say much over. Well, yeah, yeah, they're so, um, mm. uh, I, I like what Lonnie Walker did in Summer League. I think he's going to be good. I'll go over on that. Toronto losing Kawhi still at 45 and a half. You know, they, that's a tough one. Hmm. I'm going to like, yeah, that's a tough one. I have no idea. I'm not going to make a pick on this because I have Come no on. clue actually. All right, fine. Over. <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm not giving any analysis on this no, one. No, this is rapid fire. It's supposed to be. Uh, Toronto, 45 and a half. I will say over. I think Siakam takes a leap. I think they keep all of their guys. The only caveat here is they may midseason just say bye everybody and trade people off. But for now, I'll say 46 wins is not out of the question for the Raptors. Utah, 52 and a half. I, I like them. Yeah. I think it's an, I think it's over. Like this is at least a 50 win team. Adam Conley in there. Like they are going to be really good defensively. They've got more offense coming in. I say over. Yeah. They added Boyan Bogdanovich, which is a big deal. Shooting a capable point guard. That's going to be a good team. I think they win 55 games. So over Washington Wizards, 28 and a half under, under. Rescue Bradley Beal. Get Bradley Beal out of there, please, somebody. (laughs) All right, we're going to come back. MVP odds are out when we come back here on the Locked On NBA podcast. BetOnline.ag didn't just put out those over-unders. They put out their NBA MVP odds. So let's just run down through their first, the the, the numbers that they've got out there. I don't know what I'm saying. Uh, Giannis, 3-1. to one. He's the favorite. Steph Curry at 5-1. to one. James Harden, 7-1. to one. Kawhi, 8-1. to one. LeBron, 9-1. to one. Anthony Davis, 10-1. to one. Joel Embiid, 12-1. to one. Luka Doncic, Nikola Jokic, 16-1. to one. Carl Anthony Towns, 20-1. to one. <laughs> What's Minnesota going to have to do for Carl Anthony Towns to get MVP? Like 75 games? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Paul George, Dame Lillard, R- Russell Westbrook, all tied, 25-1. to one. Kyrie Irving, Donovan Mitchell, 33-1. to one. Zion, your boy, 50-1. <laughs> Jimmy Butler at 66-1. to one. Kemba Walker, my boy, 66-1. to one. T- Derard, Blake Griffin, 80-1. to one. That's it. Who gives a shit after that? Uh, so those are your odds. Who is your choice for MVP this year? I, 
So it's simple. I, I kind of alluded to it in the last segment. It's Steph Curry. You know, this yeah. Warriors team's still going to be good. He can put up crazy numbers. He's kind of flown under the radar on that team a little bit with Kevin Durant the past couple of years. And it's just one of those things where if all of a sudden he leads them off to a pretty good start and they come in as the three seed in the West or something like that, he's going to get the majority of the credit. That's a really good story. If he's playing well in, you know, December, January, when kind of this starts to really solidify, I think that's enough to carry him. I'll say this for Giannis, and this is not a knock on him. It's just the expectations for him are so unbelievably high that they're going to be so hard to hit. His team won 60 games last year. If they come in under that, say 58, it's going to look like a disappointment. If he doesn't take a leap, it's going to look like it's a disappointment, even though he's still a really good basketball player and is still fundamentally the same guy who won MVP this past season. I think that really hurts him. I get why he's the betting favorite. I'm big on Steph Curry in this one, though. Yeah, that's a fair choice. Giannis is going to fall victim to his own expectations. He's going to yeah. do, He can do the exact same thing that he did this past season. And, and it's not good enough. Yeah, voters might put him like third. And it, it's just part of winning the MVP is having something that is – special and by virtue of having done it it doesn't it takes away from it being special case in point russell westbrook averaged a triple double again now he did it the first time and got himself an mvp which i don't think he should have been mvp but regardless he got it and i'm not saying he doesn't deserve it but whatever uh he did it again and no one even cared like that's so Giannis. I think the only thing that could get Giannis the MVP next year is to have a similar season, but to like shoot league average from three. Because yeah. if he has a similar season, but all of a sudden becomes a three point threat, then people go, Oh no. <laughs> Everybody just hide your kids, hide your wife, board up the windows. Giannis is on a rampage. Like this is just out of control. Like so. Unless he does that, which he may eventually, I think it's open for somebody else. Curry, I agree, it's a good choice. Not my choice, though. I can see why you chose him. I'm going to lay my money down, and at 16 to 1, I, I like the return on Jokic being MVP next year. Interesting. Week. Okay. That's like a... I don't want to call it like a field choice since he's on the board here, but I don't think that's a name that a lot of people are picking, but I get it. A big that passes and rebounds and scores like he does is not easy to find, and he's right. kind of the reason that offense works, and they're really good when he's functioning at that high of a level. And his defense improved last year, too. Right. So here here are the, the elements that I think go into this. He had that year under his belt where people, like, they weren't going to vote for him necessarily, but you have that year to lay down the baseline for people to go like, wow, Jokic is actually really, really good. And it takes, like... MVP voting can be almost like a year behind in some instances. Uh, there's going to be Giannis fatigue. There's going to be LeBron fatigue. I don't think LeBron plays enough games. I don't think Anthony Davis does enough with the with the Lakers. I think the Lakers are going to be a little on the disappointing side, and I think that's going to take unless the Lakers win 55 games. Uh, Davis is out. Kawhi, they're Kawhi is going to be in this mix because uh, for the exact same reason I think Jokic is going to be in this mix. Because after last year, having won the finals MVP, if, if the Clippers are anywhere near what they're supposed to be, especially if, uh, Paul George is 
hurt for the beginning part of the season. People can make the case that this is obviously Kawhi doing his thing. That he'll, 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 he might be the guy. He might be the actual MVP. Uh, Harden, I think his MVP run is done. I think Houston's going to be disappointing. Embiid is next on that, uh, on that list. I don't think Philly, Philly's weirdly constructed. They're going to be good. I don't know how good they're really, really going to be. Um, the thing that works in Embiid's favor is that Horford is now his teammate versus Horford being in Boston and being an Embiid stopper. So there's no real Embiid stopper out there to make him look bad. And without him looking bad, he, now he's going to look good all the time. So that, that's a possibility. But Jokic with those nuggets, um, just some little bit of improvement with those nuggets. If they get Porter Jr. back, if he's good, uh, it's another guy. If Jamal Murray takes a step forward, he'll have guys that finish off his assists. His numbers are going to look a little bit gaudy. They win 50 to 55 games. I think, I think it's a little unrealistic, a tiny bit. Leonard, I think, is, is a more realistic choice, but I'm going to go with Jokic just because. If the return's good. I, well, first of all, yeah, the money's good. You lay you lay a hundred bucks down, you get some a nice return back. But please don't do that, anybody. Please don't do that. <laughs> uh, but I just I like the Nuggets. I think they're going to be good. I think they're going to be better than expected. People may have considered them a little bit of a fluke last year. If the Nuggets go out there and win somewhere between fifty and fifty-five games, Jokic has another season like he had last year. People are going to notice. Yeah, I agree. That's pretty good reasoning for it. All right. Those are our choices right now. Way too early choices. Nobody should be making MVP choices uh, in the middle of July. And you certainly should not be betting on our choices in the middle of July. But there it is. I like the return at 16 to 1. I was just out in Summer League. I wish these odds were out. Um, I might have I thrown a few bucks on that. All right. Forget it. That's neither here nor there. We're going to come back. Rapid fire, some random news around the NBA, including Dion Waiters, Muscle Watch. Stick around. It's the Locked On NBA Podcast. We have a real knack for going long on podcasts, even when there's nothing to talk about. So we're going to rapid fire our way through some final news and notes. Let's start with the Canadian national team. A little, uh, uh, what do we got there? The uh, World Championships going on in China. Uh, World Cup, FIBA World Cup, that's what it's called now. The Canadian national team, speaking of my nuggets from uh, the last segment, Jamal Murray leads a 17 man NBA player kind of uh, camp invitee type thing with the Canadian national team. There's some talent on this. Like I, the reason I said we should talk about this is like, I, I, it kind of surprised me how good some of the names are. Like if you were starting an NBA team tomorrow and this was your roster, you would feel amazing about sure. your future. Like you've got Nikhil Alexander Walker with the Pelicans, RJ Barrett, uh, Brandon Clark with the Grizzlies. Like, that's really good. Shy Gilgis Alexander is yep. on there too. Uh, Corey Joseph is like your veteran guy along with Trey Lyles. Jamal Murray's the star of your team. And then you've got Kelly Olenek as a big up front. Dwight Powell. Like, there's a number of guys. It's like, oh yeah, they're kind of good. They're going to be fun to watch in yep. the World Cup. 
I, I think obviously the Americans are favored. They're, yeah. The Americans are going to go through their camp. Uh, I know that Anthony Davis is pulled out, but a lot of big names are still there. Their camp is at the beginning of August in Las Vegas, so we don't know what their roster is going to be. Obviously, the USA is going to be favored, but Canada is going to be right there. Uh, They're going to be fun to watch. I think it's going to be fun. Uh, and, hey, you know what? You get, like, basketball, like real basketball during this dead period in August when nothing happens, something's happening. The FIBA World Cup with people that we know, they're going to be out there playing for their national teams. And, like, that Canadian national team, look, Canadian basketball is really, really coming up. There's a yeah. lot of players. There's a record number of, of draftees in the NBA draft. You've got a lot of guys around the league that are, are really good. Uh, RJ Barrett is, is now the next star in the making with the New York Knicks. Uh, I, I think it's, it's great for Canada to, to have this level of representation, this level of NBA representation. Yeah, it's just pretty cool to see. And when I saw that roster, I was like, oh wow, kind of surprised me. Just kind of cool to know. Yeah. Okay. Next up, Dion Waiters putting out on Instagram, uh, a little bit of a muscle watch thing, flexing some abs, talking about how last year he was actually like upset because Dion Waiters came out. They put out his media photo. He came off the injury. He was not in shape. Um, and it's very easy to pick on guys when they're NBA players and they're not in shape. But he had some extenuating circumstances. He took that as motivation. And if you go to his Instagram, there's definite motivation there. That dude suddenly is ripped. You see this like every year where like some dude all of a sudden gets in really, really good shape. I think it was Julius Randle last year went from being kind of like somewhat pudgy to absolutely jacked. I guess it's Dion Waiters this year, which means we're in the middle of July. But good for him. Like use that motivation. I need maybe someone to like make fun of a picture of me and then all of a sudden I'm going to look like that. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to even put a picture of me out there for anybody to make fun of. <laughs> but certainly I could use some of that motivation. But good for Dion Waiters. Uh, I don't know how that's going to help him. He's still going to be Dion Waiters on the basketball yeah. court. But, <laughs> but he'll be like Dion Waiters with abs, which, yeah, there you go. You know, good for him. Uh, finds galore in the NBA. And this is hilarious to me. Tilman Fertitta, the new owner of the, um, Houston Rockets was fined $25,000 for essentially tampering, quote unquote, because he made public statements about the Russell Westbrook trade to Houston before it was official. Okay. And all he said was, we're excited to have Russell Westbrook and blah, 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 blah. But he said it before it was actually official. Uh, and then Mark Cuban was fined $50,000 because he admitted he leaked information from a board of governors meeting to a reporter. Now, Jake, we just came off of a summer <laughs> where, like, it's so Everyone obvious tam- everybody tampered. And all Fertitta did was say, like, an, a day early, say we're excited to have Russell Westbrook. Like, come on. Like, this is, that's probably the most hilarious fine that's been ever ever been levied because you can't have guys like a story came out that Kyrie and was Bobby Portis said Kyrie and uh, Durant that he knew that that was happening to Brooklyn back in February 
and and you're finding Fertitta for saying we're excited to have Russell Westbrook before like the league before they hung up the phone with the league. Come on, like come it, on. It, it's dumb. Like this is just stupid. Like they need to either redo this, the rules and everything, and or just not care. It can't be kind of this in between thing they're doing. I kind of laugh at this because the Houston Rockets now seem to be a bit of a cheap team. Don't want to pay the luxury tax. Maybe moving on from some higher profile assistance and other things like that. So of course he gets fined all of this money for the stupid tampering, which isn't really a thing. Like it's just dumb. It just shows the NBA wants to look like they're doing their part to make people feel good about this stuff and be like no we care they don't it's okay that you don't as long as it's just kind of a blanket we don't care it's fine it happens everyone loved this offseason and no one actually really cared that there was tampering going on at least i don't think well i mean there are certain lines that may have been crossed but who knows um last week uh at in las vegas uh adam silver did say the league the board of governors Everybody wants to fix the tampering rules somehow or whatever, whatever fix quote unquote is. I don't know. I don't know if it's just eliminating them or whatever, but this little stretch has been so asinine to find them for 25 grand for this when all that other stuff happened. I mean, just, it's almost, it's comical. So I'll just leave it at that. We're going to wrap up the show because it's gone on for a little bit uh, longer than we had intended, but I hope you've enjoyed it. Enjoyed it enough to subscribe. Please subscribe to the Lockdown NBA podcast wherever you find your podcasts, wherever you get them, wherever you download them, however you're listening now. Please go and subscribe or ask your device to play podcast Locked On NBA or Locked On Celtics, Locked On Pelicans, which is the where we exist. Uh, I am John Corrales. I am the co-host of Locked On Celtics. And you can find me on Twitter at Reds Army underscore John. And I'm Jake Madison, host of the Locked On Pelicans podcast. You can find me on Twitter. It's at Nola Jake. David Locke's got the Thursday show. Tune in. We're still rolling along with the daily Locked On NBA podcast. Thanks for listening. This has been the Locked On NBA podcast here on the Locked On Podcast Network.